you can get it ringing. You can get it dinging. You can get it asking uh, how. As a matter of fact, I've got it now. A hard-earned answer deserves a big cold podcast. And the best cold podcast is APS, a problem squared. That, 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 that's it. That's the intro. Becca, Hello. Are you doing I'm your Beck intro? I'm one of the hosts. Based yep. on a, based on a, I want to say, oh goodness, when did the ads, it's a beer commercial that ran, I would say, for a decent chunk of the end of the previous century. Yeah, I, I, I've found videos from the 80s, but yeah, probably went longer than that even. Wow. That's it. So that's that voice you heard there, that is Matt Parker. Everyone. Uh, mathematician, comedian. Thank you. And uh, laugher of my jokes. And I'm Beck Hill. A comedian, not a mathematician, and a receiver of Matt's loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> this is a problem-solving podcast. Our listeners send us in problems, and we try our best to solve them. And in this episode... I've calculated when we will have one million downloads and more. I'm going to give some more teeth care advice. And we have any other business, including... A little bit of any other sizeness. Another way to get the size of someone's ring finger. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one too. So, Matt, last time I saw you was before Christmas. You dropped me off at Perth Airport so I, I could get a flight to Adelaide. And I wore my twisty shirt and shorts. Good uh, work. As promised. I came home and got and changed. we've got... <laughs> that's, that's how that went down for me. <laughs> And that's all that's happened since then. You just moped around real sad. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, my life is meaningless now that now Beck's not here Beck's to gone. podcast with. Pretty much. I was just counting yeah. down the days. I was comically crossing off days on a calendar until the next podcast recording. <laughs> that's, that's been the entirety of my... No, I've been living. I've been living the Perth life. It's, it's the been exact opposite. Great. You were late to... You were oh, late yes. to this, so true. this Zoom because you're on the beach. I must With a boogie board that I bought. I've got to apologize for my tardiness for this record. Because, yes, I took, your, <laughs> I took your boogie board down to the beach. And in my it's defense, one, in my defense, I sent you a photo. Because I, I messaged to say, hey, I'm running a bit late. And then I sent you a photo of me with, you, with your boogie board uh, <laughs> that I, I believe we discussed in a previous episode that you like to boogie. And I ended up in possession of that board because you were unable to take it with you when you left the state. I think you had ambitions to put it in a suitcase and didn't fit. Yeah, I classically just didn't measure it when I bought it. I just got the smallest one, figured it would fit my suitcase and it didn't. And as I was driving you to the airport, the rules go, whoever's driving you to the airport gets all the stuff that doesn't fit in your suitcase. So free, <laughs> yeah, that's the free rules. body board for this guy. So yeah. It's, it's a good quality one. It's I've good. seen many... For so much cheaper since since I've come to Adelaide. And I was like, man, that's a lot of money for one day of use. But do you know what? Totally worth it. Well, hey, well, I've gotten many, many days of use since. I've gone down the beach with it. I've taken my nieces and nephews have taken it down to the beach. This morning, I met my awesome. dad for a quick body board. And I could bring my own board. I'm like, I'll see you down there. I'll bring my own board. Amazing. So I have I have put your board. BYOB. Uh, exactly. That's what they say. BYOBB. <laughs> when I take it into when I take it into a restaurant, though, weirdly, they they look at me strange. You know what? I actually walked it into a cafe this morning, so I went down. Yeah, to the beach. but where you live, that's normal. It's pretty normal. It's pretty normal. My dad was running a bit late, 
for unavoidable reasons. And I was like, I'll go grab a coffee. I'll go get a flat white while I'm waiting at the beach. So I walked the uh, body board into the cafe. A huge queue. Turned around, walked back out again. I haven't got time for that. That's a great story. <laughs> great story to get the podcast going, I thought. Well, this morning when I didn't buy a coffee. The problem is there are no clocks in the ocean. So... I've said that all the time. It's, it, that's, that's where the phrase comes from. There's no clocks in the ocean. So I think mm. we can all we can all take something away from that expression. And so I was Except in the, the ocean. the infamous watch fish. <laughs> that's, yes. Yes. I mean, I guess. Do you have other fish that are named after things? Because you get like catfish and dogfish. You get fish named after other animals. And a sea whale horse. shark. I don't know what's going on there. Seahorse. <laughs> that's another animal. Yeah. Well, you get like sea urchin, so I guess that's like oh, like an, <laughs> like an uh, urchin. Who's named after who in the Victorian urchin? times? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sea cucumber. See, th- there we go. Now we're talking. So we've seen dolphins in the beach where we were swimming, and one day I couldn't join my dad. He went down for a swim without me, and there was a seal. I missed the day that there was a seal swimming around. So that was, you know, pretty exciting. But no watch fish. So anyway, the problem is you're swimming in the ocean. You don't know what time it is. Hence, I was late. Hence, I sent you a photograph of me on the beach getting ready. Oh, did you notice the other callback to a previous episode in that photograph? Below deck beach bag. Correct. <laughs> you, would, you will have noticed I was the primary charter. But the reason I thought I'd hide some Easter eggs in it means that now my entire introduction to this episode was me talking about going to the photograph. And, the, and you know, it's got, it's got the bag in it. It's got the boogie board. It's got the works, which means technically that was preparing for the podcast now. In fact, I was just generating right. material for the intro. So, yeah, anyway, ah, of course. Thank you very much. Do you, you, you just mimed tipping your cap. I did. I did. I occasionally forget <laughs> there's a camera because you haven't got a camera in, in, your, in your cupboard. <laughs> I forget that I'm on camera. Do you, do you know what's even funnier is that you... It, you're surprised that I saw that, in, which means that you would normally mime tipping your cap with zero viewers. Oh, like with no one watching you. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, Lucy will catch me doing something. She's like, "Wait, you just do that when there's no one else around?" I'm like, "Look, a hundred percent of what I do is just for me. It doesn't. Nothing changes." Yeah, my mum talks to the self-service checkout. That's what I found out. It's like she was like, "Ooh, okay." Uh, oh, all right. Hang on, all give right. me a second. No bags, <laughs> and then and then when it was like, please take your shopping. She was like, in a moment, I'm taking my time, and it's like, thank you for shopping at Target. She's like, you're welcome, and then I was like, do you do this when there's no one here, Mum? She's like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> it's not for you. No, I love that. So how how's your boogie boardless life going? Oh, so sad since I lost my boogie board. Oh, um, haven't even been to the beach. Went up to Brisbane. Oh, spent good. Christmas in Brizzy. Wow. Saw my nan. Oh, my nan. She's 91 and she's the sharpest thing. We spent most of our time playing Quirkle. I taught her Bandido, which oh, was a excellent. card game that I taught yeah. you and Lucy. All fun games. And while we were chatting, oh, I found out that she, when she was living in Wyala. The Queen visited in 1984 and they had lunch. What? <laughs> and, and this was backed up by everyone else. Everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that happened. Because my granddad was like the deputy mayor or something. You know, he was right. quite high up. But I said, to, I said to her, oh, why'd you have lunch with the Queen? And she goes, I was hungry. <laughs> I was like, I love you, Nana. As opposed to just then, a coffee with the Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I took a, I took a 
photo of the two of us. I took a selfie and I showed it to her afterwards. And she pointed to herself in the photo and was like, who's that beautiful woman on the left in the purple? That must be that Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> wow. That's pretty, like, pretty yeah. up to date I've weirdly really given her an English accent. Yeah. She doesn't. She's got a real Aussie accent. I have no doubt. But I, I feel like all, all grandmothers have to be narrated in, a, in an English accent. I just like the notion of the mayor, deputy mayor, everyone else, the queen, the queen's, you know, entourage meeting up for some kind of official gathering and just being like, can anyone eat? Is anyone hungry? Do you want to buy? Yeah, you hungry? Yeah, yeah, I could eat. Yeah, that's it. Should I order pizza? If I order pizza, will everyone go in on that? Do we all want that? And then they're like getting into arguments about who ordered the ham and yeah. pineapple. So uh, my, fam- my family's normal tradition is to get together on Christmas, go down the beach, send photos of them on the beach to me in England, freezing cold. So... Yeah. For once, I got to partake in the going to the beach. And the t- and we didn't have anyone to send the photos to, which was a real shame. So we, we, we harassed Lucy's family with photos of us on the beach. That's the best we could do at short notice. My sister got for the whole family matching rashies. That's really cute. So for everyone who's unfamiliar with a rashie, it's like a t-shirt, often long sleeve, t-shirt-like thing that you wear while swimming. I guess originally to stop you from getting a rash off your surfboard. But now they're primarily used as a form of sun protection. So you put them on so you don't get burnt. Mm. While Australia is not well set up for like the ugly Christmas jumper or sweater because it's so hot. My sister got everyone in the family matching ugly rashies. And so when we all went down to the beach, we were all wearing our Christmas rashies. Although my dad is now continuing to wear his. Because it's better than his old rashie. <laughs> and so when I met him yeah. down the beach today, he's still wearing it. I'm like, Dad, you can't keep wearing that. He's like, no, nah, it's fine. So You can't wear it just once at Christmas. What a waste of a rashie. Well, that's his exact argument. So he's now... Yeah, your dad and I would get on really He's well. going to wear it all year round. <laughs> so Good so man. next Christmas, I just imagine Dad's going to be like in a faded version of the same rashie. The rest of us have just put in a cupboard for 12 months. Well, no, because I'm assuming your sister will get new ones. No, I think we'll get the crack out the old ones. Because, again, you don't want to wear them just once, right? So everyone else has, like, washed them and put them away. (laughs) Dad's like, that's going into rotation. It's better than his his current one's short sleeve. So, anyway. No one in your family saw the lack of boogie board in your life and decided to fill that? Well, it would have been awkward because we weren't at the beach Uh. or, or anything. Although I did... So I found out that my aunt and uncle, when they went to Alaska, my uncle, basically they did the rapids. They went down the rapids oh, nice. and my uncle's raft with someone else, it got, it drifted into a different, much more difficult, like fork of the stream. I feel like that happens and in cartoons almost this, exclusively. Yeah, but they couldn't see them. It was actually super dangerous yeah. and cartoon style, the raft appeared on the other side upside down. Without them Uh-oh. in it. That's not good. And they managed to find them. But it was like really full on. They got like dragged under a log that was over the water. And so my uncle from the angle he was at sort of got thrown. Like when the boat got dragged under, he sort of got thrown over the log. And right. then eventually was able to, he still broke a rib. But the other guy got like dragged under the log and was under the water for a long time. And he managed to get out, which is why I'm telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> This is a happy ending. Uh, we got him a little raft because they've got a pool so he could practice he in practice. the pool. Wow. But it's like it's like a raft the size for a child and I probably played with it more than anyone else did. Hey, there, see? Yeah. It's your longing for the boogie board. 
I feel like having we've both spent a month in Australia, we have really slowed down. We have we have relaxed. We really have. We there really is have zero energy. We in are this. yeah. Yeah. I'm like already thinking, do I need to make a Milo? <laughs> do I need right. some form of energy? All right, here? Let's 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 all go make a Milo and then regroup for the rest of the episode. Okay, the first problem comes from me to you, Matt. All right. It's our problem. Because we mentioned this briefly on the last episode. It is our problem. And I'm thinking... It's about time we had our own problem. The problem is, is that this episode that you and I are recording, 051, we're recording this the day after 050 came out. So we don't yet know if that episode will hit a million downloads. Correct. You know, for sure. So anyway, my problem is... What, have you crunched the numbers? Well, the problem is, should we celebrate, right? Because when this podcast yeah. comes out, people will know if we've hit a million or not. Because we'll make a big deal about it on social yeah. media. And then when they listen to the podcast, we should be celebrating that fact. Or we should be getting people excited if it's going to happen, you know, after this episode comes out. So I ran a lot of numbers to calculate exactly on what day we will hit... A one million downloads, which is not quite as straightforward as you would think, because I can look up the average number of downloads per day. However, listens don't happen in a in a consistent manner, because a podcast, like an episode, will come out and a bunch of people will download it straight away, and so there's a huge spike every time a podcast is released, and then there's like a tail as it returns back to some kind of baseline. Just people listening to it in general. And so what I did was I took before the previous episode came out, before 050 came out, I went on and had a look at our total listens up until right before it came out. And they were 974,180. So let's say 974,000, which means we were 26,000 short of hitting a million. However, mm-hmm. we average over 33,000 listens per fortnight. So it's overwhelmingly yes. likely. There would have to, something would have to change dramatically because for the for the reasonable amount of time into the past, we've not been under 26,000 in a fortnight. And so it's you know, it's definitely going to happen before the p- episode we're recording now will come out. But then what I had to do yeah. oh, my brain hurts. was take the shape of the tail, like, because obviously there's a massive spike and then it drops off. I had to try and match that to work out how many days of spike and tail to get the 26,000 listens we need. So what I did mm-hmm. was I just averaged the last five cycles we've gone through. And then I worked out what proportion of listens happen on each day. And so I can do the day a podcast comes out, is just over a quarter of all listens from that fortnight happen on that first day. 25.6% of all wow. listens of the, of the day an episode comes out. The following day, it's down to 11%. Mm. So that's a substantial drop-off, but not completely. Yeah. And then it kind of flattens out. Then it's like 7%, 7.8%, 6.7%, and so on. And then it, it hovers around the... Through four percentage, five percent, six percent level for the rest of the fortnight until another one comes out. Bam, a quarter of listens back back in, and so I had to take that kind of that shape and then apply it into the future 
assuming that this next fortnight is the equivalent to the average of the previous five. Although sometimes, if it comes out on a weird day, if people aren't, I guess, doing their normal routine, we mm. we have fewer listens on the first day and the second day gets bumped up because people are taking their sweet time. I was so hungry for the podcasts that I subscribe to to come out over Christmas and New Year's. It's like, because everything else in my life slowed down. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I need them podcasts. Where you are, you are not normal looking at these stats. So anyway. I'm not normal looking at these stats. So I came up with a phantom fortnight based on the previous five. And then I overlaid that on our mm-hmm. previ- a current number of views to predict out into the future. And I predict, well, if you just take the straight up average, it crosses a million on the 10th of January. Okay. It's predicting like a million yep. 243. And 243 is well within the margin of error on on my extrapolation here. But is that 10th of January, which time zone? Oh, we do all podcast things on Greenwich, like UTC. So that'll be UK, mm. 10th of Jan. And then... So we've got a bit extra time. By the end of the 11th of Jan... It's not how it works. We, it's not how it works. But we should be up to... Because it comes out at like <laughs> 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning UK time. And then the stats start accruing from then. So all... doesn't matter when people listen to it locally, we get it as a listen UK time. And then my model says by the end of the 11th of Jan, we're up to a million 2,094 downloads. And so I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm not super confident it's going to be on the 10th because it's so close and it's within the air of my model. Oh, hang on. I think a coffee's coming in. Yay. So then I had a look to see if I took each of the individual previous fortnight's data and instead of averaging the last five, I just took each one individually and pretended that's what happens this time. And one of them, we would hit a million on the 9th. One of them would hit a million on the 10th. And the remaining three would be on the 11th. So I feel like the distribution is favoring the 11th of January. And given this is a festive okay. podcast, like like it's an unusual time of year for it to come out, I think that that smearing effect may push it down the road a bit as well. So, so my official prediction, and I'm a little nervous because I'm going on the record before it's happened, but everyone listening knows the correct answer already. I don't. Yeah. Past Matt, You've taken... I don't know. So that's my official prediction. On the 11th of January in the year 2023, we will have 1 million downloads on our podcast. It must be infuriating for our listeners who, from the very beginning, knew what date it was. Oh, it's all about the journey. <laughs> that's what they say in statistics. But Yeah, they do say that, don't yeah. they? <laughs> Right after they finish saying there's uh, no there's- clocks in the ocean, they say statistics is all about the journey. Statistics are all about the yeah. journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, if anyone's listening to this and they're like, oh, did they hit it? Were they successful? You can actually go and find out now, probably, if you go on our Twitter, yeah. I imagine, on Out of Problem Squared, I'm sure we would have announced it. We would make a big deal when it uh, happens. Future Us will have announced it. We don't know what Future Us have said, but you know it before we do, even though you're listening to this podcast now. But I didn't stop there, Beck. I came up with a second, second prediction. Because then I thought, well, hang on. I'm predicting we're going to hit a million subscribers in the year 2023. When are we going to hit 2 million downloads? And my prediction is that we will also hit 2 million in the year 2023. What? Yeah. So 
We've been doing this podcast since late 2019, and it's taken us until now, 2023, to get to a million. But I predict yeah. we'll do two million in the same year. What? What? How? I know. Tell me this algorithm. Now. Now, getting it down to an exact day is tricky, but I pushed through, and I predict on the 7th of November, 2023, oh. we will tick over to two million subscribers. So if everyone now oh, if now we do if we work hard enough we can get it to happen on my birthday. <laughs> yes, yes. What a, what a present! I mean, is there anything greater the viewers could get you for your birthday than two million downloads? That'd be pretty special. By the fourth of November. There you are. You got to shave. I was going to try and hide my birthday, off. but I was like, you know what? Someone's already put it on Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both our birthdays are on Wikipedia. So for everyone who was who was mourning the fact that there was no mystery for you, listening to me work out a million. Well, now, now we're all playing the game of will we hit 2 million by the 7th of November, 2023. I will admit my the model if is both better and worse that I use to try and predict this. <laughs> if, if your prediction for when we hit a million is wrong, will you do a, a new prediction? No. For 2 million? No, nah, sticking with it. Interesting. And we should start a sweepstakes. Because I've actually had, because I did, I did these predictions yesterday, I've now actually got the first day of download data from episode 050. But I, I was like, no, I, I'm not going to go back and like do a last minute revision of my prediction based on that first day. I'm going to stick with my prediction from before the episode came out to see what's going to happen. And I'm going to stick mm -hmm. with this prediction. Before we enter the second million i'm going to predict when we'll get to two million okay so the model's slightly different because i averaged the previous five episodes worth because they're all roughly the same but they do gradually go up our listenership grows over time and so for just predicting one episode's worth into the future i didn't have to factor that in but i thought for predicting into the distant future like the end of the year i should factor in our listens go up each time so so mm. what I did... And that's kind of compounded, isn't it? Well, yeah. So first of all, I did it with a linear extrapolation. So I, mm. I didn't assume compounding. I just assumed they, they keep going up in a linear way. And actually, if you look at our listens... So I went from... Because I can't really go before we switched to doing one every fortnight. Because before that, we're doing the monthly. And so the date is different. So I decided to start... When I start from March, beginning of March, I started when we were doing the fortnightly one. So I've got 22 fortnights worth of data. If you plot them, it's not it's not super neat linear increase. In fact, you know, what? I'm going to send you I'm just going to send you a copy of my plot here so you can have a look. All right, I'm looking at it. Okay, so you're looking at chart title. What a chart. Yes. And so what you're looking at is this is just the what a total this is the total downloads per fortnight. Is what you're looking at. And so you can mm -hmm. see for the first half of the plot, it bounces around the 20,000 line, kind of gradually going up, but then yep. it, it, it jumps right up and then bounces all over the shop again. So that's, that was the five words with five letters incident where I made a YouTube video oh, yeah. about it. And uh, I was going to say, does that not correlate with when you made a YouTube video it does, about it? It does, it does, <laughs> yes. So, so we have a gentle increase from fantastic viewers sharing this with other people. But every now and then, like this is what happens with these sorts of things. They don't grow evenly. They grow in bursts. And so this is the same. I find the same across podcasts, YouTube, the works. 
you'll be, you'll be muddling along and then something will go viral and you'll have a step change and then you continue yeah. to muddle along at that new step change. And that's what we see in the podcast. Yeah. So hello if you're listening because you joined in August. I'll share this plot. We'll put it on social media with no context, just called chart title. So if you don't listen to the podcast, you don't know what it is. <laughs> and you can see I've, I've then just put a straight line. I've just done a real naive line of best fit. Mm -hmm. So that's assuming we're going to have step changes at about the same frequency and size and rate in the future to extrapolate out. So we need to have like one or two step changes over the course of the year to hit this target, which is why I'm not super confident because it's not like this is a nice constant increase that I'm confident will carry on at the same rate. This is relying on having sudden bursts of about the same type in the future to carry on. I mean, I would argue it is within your hands to control this because if we do more stand-up math slash problem squared crossover stuff... Yeah, I mean, then, uh, we can make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, yeah. well, this raises another problem, Matt. Yeah. If you hit your predictions correctly, yep. so if on the 11th of January we have hit... Uh, I was right or I was wrong. What? If, what, if I was off, what do you want as a reward? If I was a day early, by the way, then just I would like to update my prediction for November by bringing it back a day as well. Because clearly I'm just off by a day. But if I'm a day late, we'll move it back a day. That's, I think that's fair enough. I feel like it's I just might have a consistent off by one error in all my working out. That's very funny because that's not how statistics work. No, because we know statistics are all about, the, about journey. the journey. What would I? Oh, my goodness. What, I, I, you know, I wasn't in this for the reward of being right. How about if I'm oh, bang no. on, five-star reviews all around. And then uh -huh. for every day I'm off, subtract a star. So Ooh. so if I'm a day, if it's like the day before or the day after, four-star review. Two days either way, three-star. All the way down to negative stars if required. I don't know how that works. I'm pretty confident I'll be plus take or minus into five a, days. Take into account that we measure this on UTC time. Yeah. So if yeah. it is a different date for you... <laughs> But oh, still, yeah, 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 yeah. the 11th of January, podcast British time. meantime. Yeah. This is a multi-time zone podcast, so everything is UTC. Well, you know what, Beck? What we could do what? is if, if, mm. I get, if I get the prediction in January, right, that's a bronze award. If I get the mm -hmm. prediction that we hit 2 million by the end of 2023 in November, I'm going to widen it up to the month in November, silver award. For the gold award, I went one step further. Because you said before that things compound. I'm like, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, because the yeah. more people who are listening, yeah. the more people are spreading it. And in fact, I want to say, because we are on Twitter, at a problem squared, and quite a few people were asking for podcast recommendations. And so many of you recommended us. So thank, oh, thank you. you. We appreciate Because even if we don't necessarily reply, we see them. I try and like them. But yeah, that means so much. I really appreciate it. So I then thought, well, what if I look at this as an exponential increase instead of linear? So I did an exponential fit. Mm. And so over the 22 fortnights of data I've got, our listenership doubled. It's 2.0474 times bigger than it was at the beginning. And so I then reverse engineered that to be every single episode is 3.31% more listeners than the previous one. If you just take it as a very naive kind of exponential fit to those 22 fortnights. Okay. Which means every year we're 2.34 times bigger for a full 26 and a bit fortnights in a year. So then I thought I'd roll that into the future. And I thought, I mean, it goes up pretty quick. So so it still predicts 
by that model that we hit 2 million in the year 2023. In the year 2024, we hit 5 million, 12 million. 2026, 30 million. 2027, 70 million. Now, we hit the billion mark in the year 2031. <laughs> and then I thought, well, okay. when do we run out of humans? Like, when, when will yeah. <laughs> the number of listens be greater than the number of humans? Now, interestingly, I'm assuming... Because these downloads are per episode, right? So if people listen to multiple episodes, that counts as multiple downloads. So what I had to do was take the total number of listens and divide it by the number of episodes that will have been out at that point in the future, assuming we continue to do one per fortnight. So then I get a new stat, which is listens per episode, which doesn't go up as fast because the number of episodes is also increasing. And then I got to factor in the fact the population is going up. So... I can't just take the 8 billion humans we've currently got. i got to know the number of humans in the future. And so I was able to work out in the year 2041, when the population of the Earth is roughly 9.3 billion, we mm-hmm. will pass 9.3 billion listens per episode that have previously been released. And it will be on episode number 523, which will be released on Monday, the 18th of February, 2041. So... Right, okay. Yeah. So, on... <laughs> I'd love to celebrate, but I'm also quite cynical. What? But that, that we will... Every human will have listened to every episode? I don't know what you're... <laughs> I don't know what you're implying. I'm just saying, if our current exponential growth carries on to the future, every human will have listened to every episode we've ever made as of Monday the 18th of February 2041 on episodes... Episode yeah. 523, which is why we have the lead zero in our episode numbers to to allow for this level of future growth. What you are failing to take into account is that the quality of our episodes dips every now and then like this one. <laughs> so true. So true. Every now and then we've got a real, real Aussie laid back episode, which may not give us the required... We've got super relaxed. Yeah. 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 I don't know if we're getting the necessary 3.31% growth off this one. Do you know what's weirder is that you and I are, due to our travel arrangements, are recording episode zero five two straight after this yeah, one yeah so by that episode we still, we still won't, won't know, know. <laughs> a million because oh. we won't have time to record it before that happens so we're gonna have to um, dance around that so no one what notices. we're gonna have to do Oof. we're gonna have to record the next episode as if we're having a party for one million uh, we could record it both ways yeah let's do that we'll do both we'll do both lauren loves that she loves our work producer because our producer's not on the call with us Loves it when we make decisions like that, where we're going to make a choose-your-own-adventure recording. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let's do both. We'll do both. Yes, let's do do that. Deal. And I want to say hello to everyone from the year 2041 who's come back to listen (laughs) to this episode because everyone's like, oh, my, Matt predicted this. And so, hello, everyone from 2041. You're welcome. I hope, uh, like me, you all enjoyed the journey. I don't. (laughs) You don't enjoy the journey or you don't hope that? You don't no, say hello. By this stage, you've already uh, you've already dropped me for uh, for a different. Oh, we're on like Beck Seven at this point. Yeah, it's just a bottle of beer with so a it's like Twisties T-shirt yeah, on it. Beck Seven and Matt Thirteen. I think that's what we're up to. Oh, we should get a bottle of Becks and then a, a like a mat, as in like a foot mat. Well, there you go. And that that's it. And host the they podcast. Can, they've, they've, they've been running it for a decade or two at this point. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool, Matt. Yep. I'm going to give you two two dings Ooh. that then Lauren can choose Oh yeah, to, whether to ding or not. So the audience, after I've said this bit, the audience will know yep. 
but we don't know. Okay, so. Oh my gosh, Matt, well done. That's a ding. Thank you. Five star reviews, everyone. And that's all great. Ah, so I close, though. That. So close. Mm, sort of. Lauren, enjoy that. Well, there you go. Our next problem, Beck, comes from someone named Aaron. And if there is anything that can be described as on brand or on theme for this podcast, this problem is very much it because it's dental hygiene related. Aaron says, is it better to put the toothpaste on first and then the water? This is referring to onto the toothbrush or water, then toothpaste or water, toothpaste, water again. So um, for new listeners, we've previously answered questions pertaining to brushing teeth. And Aaron's got another problem. Beck, what are we going to do? Yeah. So what we learned the first time we did some teeth stuff in, I think it was episode three. Way back. Teeth tips and defining decades. Zero, zero, three. Yeah. Very long time Oof. ago. Oh, we were so little. Before what did we, we knew so we little. We hadn't even I was had in Australia when we downloads. did that one. Yeah. 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 So... We found out that you shouldn't rinse your mouth after brushing your teeth because that will just wash off the fluoride and other good things that the toothpaste will leave on your teeth. I've never I've never wet my toothbrush. I feel like I was taught not to in school. Huh. I'm a Yeah, because I remember wetter. us learning how to brush our teeth in school. <laughs> That's oh, okay. And so so I think I believe it was for the same reason. It's when you when you wet your toothbrush you're just diluting the paste. Because you're washing off some of the toothpaste if you put it on after the toothpaste. Huh. And if you put it on first... I feel like it washes it off. It's I don't know. quite gelatinous. Like, I mean, I mean, it's not visibly washing off, I would say, yeah. having not really thought about it too much. I view it as you just kind of getting mm. the ball rolling. Like, yeah, because you want it to lather up to be, you know, all, all up in your teeth's business. So you want to... Give- do you do water before paste or after? After. I do start with the toothbrush. Add the toothpaste, give it a quick burst of water, and then away. I wonder if originally it comes from the idea of just giving your brush a wash before you brush your teeth with it. Huh. I mean... You know what? Wash the brush? I don't... Maybe I do water, toothpaste, water. Interesting. I definitely involves a lot of water. I think for the answer, I'm going to have to go to our resident specialist. Yes. If we have one... (laughs) Dentist Sophie. One recurring supporting character, Dentist Sophie. Actually, we All have right. many, one of which I'll is ask her. Dentist Sophie. And here she is. I don't think it really matters. I think it's brush's choice. And there's the answer. Wow. There you go. Once again to the dental rescue. Hooray. I mean, I'm going to give you a ding, but I feel like you should share it with Dentist Sophie. No, that's fair. Dental hygiene. Dental hygiene. <laughs> so we've got any other business here. We have a message from Alexander Smith, who just wanted to know, did you have many people telling you that January the 1st was Fibonacci Day? They said if you wrote the date in the format 1 slash 1 slash 23, as if it changes depending on if you're in the States or the UK. <laughs> but, um, I, I think they're more... I mean, maybe there's people that write the year first. Well, actually, I did have... I mean, not to jump ahead in, in what I'm going to talk about, but people were upset that I wasn't using like the standard you know, international standard format of year dash month dash day. So descending order of time period units. I think they're Also, more... they might mean in the format where you say 23 instead of 2023. Yeah. I think they're more worried about not having the 2000 and in there, 
which is fair enough. I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan. Actually, I put all the digits of the year. Yeah, me too. So, Alexander, though, you're correct. You did need to specify the yes. format. And I apologize for scoffing so quickly. That was very judgmental of me. Do you know why I always write the full year every time? I'm imagining. Uh, you're a yep. completist like I am? Maybe, maybe. Maybe I've just got a longer version of that answer. I'm imagining people in the future, future historians, finding whatever important document I was making at the time and not knowing which century. Because <laughs> I've seen old paperwork when I'm doing research and that people will put just the last two digits, but it's not always obvious what century it is. So I'm like, yeah, they're like, favor, oh my gosh, where could this Windows yeah. 95 spreadsheet oh, have come it. from? Stop it. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yes, I, I was I was told about Fibonacci Day by a friend of mine, Eliane, who is a big maths TikToker, does, does maths on the TikToks. And Ooh. people keep telling me I should also distribute my maths on the on TikTok. And I do not do that. But maybe one day I will. So she organized a lot of us to do a Fibonacci countdown to the Fibon New Year. So a whole bunch of different nice. um, maths people. If you watch the video, see if you can recognize a bunch of people in there. There's several maths people I've collaborated with over the years will pop up. And so we did a big old, big old countdown to the 1123 date, which was very exciting. And so Alien is, is spelt A-Y-L-I-E-A-N. It's a lot of vowels. And she has that handle on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, the works. And so you can, you can go check it out, the, the countdown video that we did. And actually, I realized when you mentioned this was going to be in any other business, I, I looked around the room and under my desk, I've still got some balloons from when I celebrated the the Fib and New Year. So if you just if you allow oh, yeah. me one second to lean lean under the desk. Sure. <laughs> now I've only got two left. Sorry. This is not deliberate. These are just the two that I still had. I got this one here with a one on it. And I got this balloon oh. here with a one on it. And so I've still I got very yep. disappointed. Correct. That's I the thought correct you were response. gonna. I thought you were gonna bring up like you know a modelling balloon that was in a spiral. So oh, nice. Like that would have been good. No, nope, I sharpied yeah. ones onto two balloons. I also had a two Normal balloon balloons. and a three balloon, but they're no longer with us. So there you are, one one. That's um. Legs wow. eleven. So that's that was my fib and new. This is year. why you need me around more often for your social media stuff. Yeah. I've got, I, I have balloon modeling experience. I could have done a, a spiral or a I've poodle. Those are the two things, really. I've got experience sharpieing numbers onto things. You know, we all lean on our strengths. What can we say? <laughs> you know what they say about balloons? It's the journey. It's about the journey. About the journey. <laughs> <laughs> I sense a new T-shirt starting. Just It's about the journey. It's about the journey. It's the journey. It's not about the solutions. Destinations <laughs> are overrated. Right, Destination overrated. Now that, that that's a that's naughty a dance track just waiting yeah. to happen. Someone named Curtis also sent us in a note on the problem posing page at problemsquared.com saying that they were listening to our latest episode about ring size. This was when Beck, you solved the problem of how do you find out someone's ring size if you want to surreptitiously buy them a ring without them knowing what you're up to. Curtis. Yes, I believe that was episode 049. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, Curtis would like to share a solution that they came up with and has been useful for years. Years. Curtis says that they made up a template, like a small document about the size of a business card that they referred to as the present information card 
and pretended like they got it from somewhere else. So I guess they sat down <laughs> on their computer and they knocked up. Like a different website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it look like they picked it up in a shop or downloaded it or like they made it look like a generic like thing you would get from a shop. And so then on the card, they, they put they put requests for all sorts of information. Shirt size, dress size, hat size, shoe size, ring size, and a bunch of other bits and pieces. And so they convinced their partner that this was like a thing they got from a shop or whatever. And it's just a way to collect all of someone's sizing information into one handy business card sized format. And mm-hmm. so they got their partner to fill it all out. Hidden in the middle was ring finger size. They actually said that they did every single finger size. Like they went, I'd, Great. I'd, there's, there's probably a name for this where you do a survey and you've got a bunch of questions that are just camouflage for the one real question you actually want people to answer. It's like the, you know, statistical chaff, I guess. There's probably a technical name for this. I don't know what it is, but that's what they've done. Well, I was chatting to dentist Sophie and oh, she yeah. was telling me about a friend of hers who needs to get people to fill out informa- you know, medical information on stuff. Yeah. And so it will start with, you know, name, date of birth, address, and then it's like organ donor. And she was saying how for in some communities or things like that where organ donation is actually, that's actually a foreign concept. Right. You know, for us, we're in the position where from the get-go, we kind of know what that is. We know what it is. From a fairly yeah. early age. Yep. But if you're somewhere where that's not part of the culture, then that's actually very confusing that's a very jarring question to be explained yep and i just love that idea of like trying to sneak in like philosophical i think go one step further don't just have like are you an organ donor like are you happy for your organs to be given to someone else after you die have like philosophical stuff in there be like name address what do you think happens after we die meaning meaning of life and then some tick boxes yeah 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 how many angels dance on a pinhead yeah Yes, this, this, this is what they did. They they hid the they asked so many other questions. They could sneak in what is your ring finger size without raising any alarms, and it worked. Curtis is now married to to the person they got to fill the card oh. out. On top of that, they still use the and card. I, I, I take it that I take it that their partner didn't suspect anything. That nope, it was still nope. surprised. Worked a treat. Had no idea because then they used the card to buy them other gifts using the other sizes in the meantime like it's genius oh right yeah 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 and all along that they've got they just they're biding their time they've got the ring size ready and but now that they're married their partner has taken the card they've requisitioned the card and she keeps it in her wallet because it's got the numbers for all the various sizes that she wouldn't know offhand like i mean in curtis's words like, how often do you buy a hat? So there you are. They've got all their sizing information together. And the card... Tell you what, Curtis. Is, ...is living on... It's called One Size Fits All. Well, if you knew, yep. you so. could buy fitted hats. Imagine. Oh, I couldn't even imagine a life where I buy fitted hats. That's, that's a world of organization beyond what I can comprehend. Oh, I think that's genius, though. I need that for myself. I don't even need that you know for someone yeah, exactly. else although that is a good idea but yeah. the amount of times do you how, how many times in this podcast has it come out where i have to give you my my height i have to go into my emails and find where i have emailed my height 
Oh, really? For like a costume or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like in make way, take away or, or sizing. Shoe size, everything. The amount of times I've had to go in and just find an go, email for something official. I just go remeasure myself each time. How tall was I? Get the measuring tape. Imagine it all being yeah. on a card. Yeah. Curtis has accidentally invented a useful thing. That's so convincing. So convincing a fake thing, it became a real thing. Wow. Curtis, if you're listening, and oh, I hope yeah. you are. I hope you didn't just stop after that. If, you, if you're happy to share that'd your document, that'd be great. Please let us know. If you're like, well, it's, I mean, obviously not with your wife's information No, in not there. the completed uh, version, no. And, and you've, if you don't have it anymore or if you can't find it or for whatever reason you don't want to share it, I'm sure we could, you know me, I like a, I like a project. I'm sure you're I could work something up. up. Yep. Great. Great work, Curtis. Well done. Ding to you. Ding to you, Curtis. Ding to you, Curtis. And I had one more bit of any other business. Oh, that's not on the agenda. It is. I've put it on there, but I've disguised it. So just before Christmas, I did a little guest spot on the Dream Factory podcast. Oh, that's why it says Dream Factory. I thought you were just writing down the the kind of the feel we're going for with the podcast. I just saw the words Dream Dream Factory Factory and went, yeah. yeah." (laughs) Just a theme. This is a Dream Factory. This is where dreams are manufactured. (laughs) Well... More specifically, the podcast, The Dream Factory, where they come up with ridiculous films based on pun titles that their listeners send in. And they did that for one of yours. Uh, The Fast Um, and the Spurious. Good times. That was the one, yeah. So I did. they had a couple of guest spots just before Christmas. So they had Scroobius Pip on an episode, and then I did an episode. It was a lot of fun. But John Harris, one of the hosts mentioned that he's always wanted to have beef with another podcast. Like oh. He's always wanted a nemesis. Right, yeah. And so, for drama's sake, I have agreed that there is official beef between our two oh my podcasts. Goodness. Okay, fair enough. Do I, I have don't to know, do I don't know what shape that... No, to be honest, I did point out that probably you and Joel, their other host, will probably end up just sitting quietly while John yeah. and I attempt to... But, you know, let it be a, let it be a, be official... <laughs> John, you were uh, you're you're yeah, rubbish. You're rebeefed. Yeah. Wow. Fight fight me. <laughs> I'm not used to being the adult in the room where I just kind of sit by and like, oh, come on. Come on, everyone. Can't we all just get along? Well you can join in if you want. Nah. There's enough beefs already. Beefs. You can start your own beef. Have a side beef. Yeah. Well let's let it develop. I don't yeah, want you know side beef. I don't wanna I don't wanna rush to the side beef. Let's see how the main beef goes. I've never been in a podcast. To be fair, we do have unofficial beef with no such thing as a fish. Oh, we do. Yeah, but Which I don't, I don't think, think they're aware. I don't of. think they've noticed. <laughs> I've not told Dan. We should we'll bring no it up idea. next time we see one of them. I'll mention it. Ugh. Yeah, but we're still trying to beat their ratings. We're still trying if to beat their ratings. Join in with our beef for people who haven't come. Us five up, stars on Spotify. If you haven't heard about this beef, we're trying to beat their rating on Spotify, and we are not succeeding. Yeah, time. I wonder why. It's almost like they're they're a bit more prepared than we are. Speaking of podcasts that are better prepared than us, thank you, people who still give us money. Yay! (laughs) And every episode, we like to thank three of our Patreons at random. So Matt has his randomizer. Correct. uh, He's listed three Patreon supporters. I have. We have started to have some some duplicates. I think these are all new. We may have had more than one now. We did. We sent a postcard to the first duplicate we that did. we had yep. from New York because that's where we were when it happened. But yes, that's the thing. You might get thanked twice. You might get thanked never. Exactly. S- such as the that's randomness for you. That's the journey. Yeah, but if you do support us on Patreon, you do get 
access to our bonus podcast, I'm a Wizard, which comes out monthly. That's where Matt and I muck around. If you can imagine a, a version of this <laughs> yeah. where we have no structure. Wow. And and you also get the satisfaction of knowing that your support means that Matt and I can continue to do this. We yep. can pay for the producer that normally we have when we're in the same time zone. And still paying I mean, us. she's it's still going to be here right just yeah, yeah. in the future. <laughs> and it makes sure that we don't have to add ads or anything like that. Hmm. And we can keep going until the year 2041. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. But specifically, thank you to... Neil Tarrant. Simon Fawcett. Cade Curtis. Actually, I do recognise Simon Fawcett's name. And this has right. come from random. We haven't picked this no, out. No, no. In fact, you've sent it, Matt. So you don't. Uh, know. Yeah. Simon Fawcett, I believe. I did not recognise that the, name. Is uh, one of the parents of Dexter, as oh. in doing a Dexter. A huh. young, avid, a problem yeah. squared fan. Wow. So, uh, hooray. Do you want to do it again, but we'll, we'll say Dexter? Okay. All right. Okay. Neil Tarrant. Dexter. Ah, uh, there it is. Do you know what? Just the whole family. Oh, the whole family. Yeah. Thank you to all of you. <laughs> Thank you also to my wonderful co-host, Matt Parker. Oh. To me, Beck Hill. Yep. And to our very patient and wonderful slash not currently present producer, Lauren Armstrong Carter. Beck, did you see in in the spreadsheet from the problem posing page we had some feedback from someone? Actually, you no. know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up. Let me have a quick thing. Where did I put that? I didn't even get actual twisties. Better you could get actual twisties. We should do that. So someone here they didn't select problem or solution because they were providing feedback, and they've got a conflict because they're a natural completer finisher but they don't like listening to people eating. So they've had to push through our after credit scenes of us eating twisty substitutes because they need to finish the episode. And hello to everyone else who's still listening, who needs to finish the episode, but they don't like to hear people eating. Now for our credit, we never talked with our mouths full, I believe. Oh, I did probably all the time. Oh, there you go. And I do apologize. I I totally forgot those people. Yeah. You can't stand it. So, yeah. So, I guess, uh, you know what? Maybe we call that little era of the post-credits sequence to to a close. Oh, man. We didn't even uh, get to actual twisties. No. Good times, though. Good times. Good times. To be fair, the last one, we did get matching twisties outfits. So, I, that feels I like I a good I feel end. like that. It naturally crescendoed with the outfits. I'm literally wearing the shirt right now. You're wearing it right now. I'm not wearing mine. I should yeah. put mine on. I apologize. What are we going to do then? I don't know. Let's um, let's work it out next episode. Oh, so much exciting stuff for the next oh, episode. Leave people hanging. Leave them wanting more million, journey. Million downloads. Yeah. New post-credit stuff. Excellent work. Excellent. <laughs>